0: It's summertime, and at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It is winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. And at my bookie, winning season's all about your chance to win big. Bet NBA playoffs, NHL, Major League Baseball, UFC, golf, and then some. The craziest sports summer we've ever had. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your sports intuition, people. Select from hundreds of futures bets. You can bet games in real time with my bookies live betting. Put that big old brain of yours to good use and use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games that you bet. Thousands of cross-sport wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now and bet with the best and celebrate your victory. Your winning season begins today, only at MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at FitBod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Today on the Zabe Cast, if they had a TV channel called The Explosion Network, oh, I'd definitely be a subscriber. The blast in Beirut is maybe the most spectacular internet disaster porn ever. Ron Thomas joins me today. We'll let him vent on the Indy 500 reversing course and saying no fans. That plus more bowouts outs in sports with at least one guy who's my new captain of hashtag team reality. Your daily kickstarter of Uncensored Me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Here we go. Wednesday, August 5th, 2020, and oh, my, God, the humanity in Beirut, God help the good folks of Lebanon, this was an awful, no good Tuesday, to say the least, kaboom. Still investigating what the hell it was, and it looked like a fireworks factory went up nearby, and then something big went kablam. Now, if it's illegal weapons, or perhaps weapons that uh, the government did not want to admit to having, or who knows what, we'll see how much they try to keep the wraps on what it actually was, but to say that was maybe the most spectacular visual explosion ever caught on film is an understatement. Because with the fire burning already, everyone had their cameras out. And a lot of people had it in vertical video. Oh, God. People. And a lot of people, after the big kaboom and the shockwave came and hit them, they didn't get the shot. You got to commit to the shot, people. If you're going to film a storm, film an explosion, film a riot, A, get that phone horizontal because the news is going to want that footage if it's any good. Make sure you do rule of thirds framing. You'll have to look that one up if you don't want it is. And then commit to the shot. When shit gets heavy, that's when you as the photog has got you've got to be at your best. You've got to focus. You got to say, "You know what? I'm This is gold. I'm holding steady. I'm getting this thing." Wow, wow, wow. Speaking of explosions, the Bucks imploded by losing to the G League Nets in the bubble on Tuesday. They could have locked up the number one seed with a win. They will anyway uh, when it's all said and done. But that was an embarrassing loss. The eighteen and a half points that the Bucks were favored makes it the largest point spread upset in the NBA in nearly the largest straight up upset in the NBA since nineteen ninety five. And get this, some dumbstick. Bet the following wager. This, according to Darren Ravel of the Action Network, a better at bet GM or BetMGM bet eleven grand on the Bucks to win the first quarter. It would have paid out a mere one thousand eight hundred and thirty-four dollars. The Bucks lost the first quarter, forty to thirty-four. What dumb fuck bets makes a bet like that? Are you kidding? It's the first quarter. They're in Orlando. It's a pandemic. Who the fuck knows how they're going to play in the first quarter? Yeah, for the course of the game, you think they'd probably win the first quarter, but (laughs) that is so terrible of a bet. If you bet the money line, I think you're at plus 15, plus 2,500, something huge like that. There's going to be interesting wagering, to be sure, when it comes to the NBA. All right, let's go ahead and call our guy Ron Thomas. He is—he's struggling right now, to be honest. Loves the Indianapolis 500 so much, and today they announced no fans. They were going to have like thirty thousand fans, which sounds like a lot, but the Hi, place Steve. holds like. A- Hello, Ron Thomas. How are you holding up today? Nah,
1: today's not good, not a great day.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. So. What the fuck happened, man? Did Mitch Daniels go soft in Indiana? No.
1: Mitch, Mitch Daniels is the current president of Purdue University.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. Well that um, is in Indiana. Mayor yeah,
1: Mayor Hogsett is uh Hogstead is the one. His name's Joe Hogstead. He's the current mayor of Indianapolis. Ultimately uh well, I'll tell you what. As you know, as you know it was gonna be or 50% capacity, then it went down to 25% capacity uh, for the Indianapolis 500. Which would have been
0: what? Give us numbers, set the table, go. uh,
1: Well, there are 250,000 permanent seats at the
0: racetrack. Which is 2.5-mile tri-oval?
1: Yes, two-and-a-half-mile, no, not tri-oval, two-and-a-half-mile oval. oval Straight oval. Yeah, with... Short, you know, whatever it looks like. And
0: flat banking of how many degrees?
1: Nine degrees.
0: Nine degree Um, banking, two and a half mile oval. One of yep. the iconic speedways in America. Complex. Thousand acre yeah, golf course, lawn. golf course in the middle, or at least uh, several holes of a golf 14 course.
1: Fourteen holes outside, four inside. Used to be eighteen outside, nine inside. It's a gigantic complex. Two
0: hundred and fifty thousand permanent seats. Permanent
1: seats, yeah. And, and they were going to they were going to do eighty five thousand people. Um, they went in, and they re- issued the tickets. They just everybody just got their tickets and. I'll tell you what happened, Steve. The uh, it, When you have a lot of people, you have to have uh, health care people on site. You have to have some doctors, some nurses, and IU Health, Indiana University Health, which is the big health group in the city and in the state, they came out, got on their high horse and said, no, nope, we don't think this is a good idea. So a lot of the doctors who were employed at IU Health or have affiliations with them, or the nurses who do first aid, who, you know, work the the areas where someone might fall down and get hurt. They said, no, we're not coming. We're not going to do this.
0: Oh, they boycotted, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the mayor has not been on board with this. He's a Democrat mayor, uh, former chairman of the Indiana Democratic Party, former U.S. federal or uh, United States attorney in the Southern District of Indiana under Barack Obama. Blah dee lee da You know where mm. I'm going with this, and he uh, spoke out and said that he absolutely does not support this. And so I got early word today that this was going to happen, as through an affiliation through the family. And um, you know, we have already made our plans to go home and to watch my 47th consecutive race. I'm 50 years old. And uh, so they have said, no fans. The only people who get to go are sixteen uh each driver gets sixteen guests, and um that's gonna be
0: it. Mm. looking at uh daily new deaths in Indiana, all of five, four, six, nineteen, fourteen. I mean, we're talking a piddling number. I know Indiana doesn't have uh, probably what five million people in the state total. I'm not sure. Steve. Not sure. I can tell you, let it's me, a let me small th- amount. You. Cases are a bit on the uptick now, but you're talking 800 or so, five, six, 700, which who knows how many of them are asymptomatic. I mean, oh, of course. come the fuck on. Indi- please. Marion,
1: Marion County is the main county in which Indianapolis sits. And there are many portions of Marion County which are not doing well. Uh, and I say that when I'm not just doing well with the virus, but just in general. What do you mean doing uh, well? Is
0: suffering uh, economically? Just,
1: yeah, economically. And this, okay. it's, it's just like any big city. You can take parts of Baltimore, parts of Chicago, and there are parts of Marion County that are identical. And those were the areas, Steve, and I'm going to say this, those people were out protesting over and over for night after night after night. As a result, Marion County has a huge increase in cases and so that's what's going on here. This is an absolute disaster for the economy of the oh, city. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> is- downtown Indianapolis is already has already falling into it's just in shambles there are yeah. more buildings are builded are boarded up than buildings that are not boarded up it's that bad
0: it's just stunning yeah. to me that no elected politicians dare speak up about the economic carnage, be, carnage being wreaked by this stance that is overly insanely afraid of Of something that is not nearly what it was thought to be back in March, and that economics also kills in a myriad of ways, leads to despair and suicides and overdoses and loss of jobs and loss of health insurance with that loss of jobs. I mean, what the fuck? Who's going to speak up for this? Where are they? I know. I know.
1: I, I'm so at a loss. You know what I did? I immediately went on Facebook and posted a pretty
0: salty concise,
1: rant. Uh, well, it was just – it was essentially um, – A white-hot you know, missive of Words truth. about to come out that the Indianapolis 500 is canceled, and I said uh, uh, basically that a power-hungry Democratic mayor strikes again, and if you believe that this city – or you, if you believe that shutting this country down over a flu virus – is a good idea. Then you belong on an Island or worse. Nice. And then I said, and then I said, and this, and all because of the protests and, you know, your woke virtuous assholes. And guess what I did after that deleted my Facebook account. I, after I had some, you know, I had a lot of people writing to me, you're right. And this <laughs> and that, but I had my woke douchebag people I know in my life who came at me. Oh, yeah. And so I immediately went on and I, Absolutely deactivated. So that's and it. Deleted my Facebook. That's it. That's You're it. It's out. Too. It's that's too consuming. That was it's too. That's consuming. great,
0: Ron. That's great. That was your walk-off moment. It was, and I w- and I didn't announce
1: that, that that I'm doing this. I didn't say. No, you, you don't know, want to do that. That's I, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm stepping away from Facebook. I yeah. did it, and you know, I I've got I'm on the board of directors for the Washington Metropolitan Golf Association. I've got some affiliations. No, you can't and I'm risk that on air. You but, can't, yeah. You know yeah it's,
0: yeah. And it's just so bad to, to put it out there. I think this is a great step for you. I really do. I I got off Facebook a while ago. So unfortunately, I'm still on Twitter, although I'm trying to get better every day, not responding to people, not engaging with people on Twitter. It's such a lose-lose. It actually makes me agitated when I go yes. to log yes. on. But then I find myself unable to resist yes. going back. And that's when I say these fuckers have me. I, I, I
1: know. I know. And that's where I was. That's where I was, Steve. It was too consuming and it was bothering me. I would, my son would say something to me or my wife would talk to me and I'd kind of be like, what, huh? What? Say that again. And my they'd, my wife would be like, get off of that fucking phone.
0: Right. You know, right. enough. Right.
1: And so I've had it. Uh, I, you can't make sense out of something that doesn't make sense. I even got into it a little bit with my mom and my dad who are not fans of the president. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, this would have been my mother. Let's see. My mother's first race was 1951 and she never missed one since then. So you do the math Mm. 69 races. And the thing that's very troubling, Steve, truthfully from a personal standpoint is this was the 70th celebration of my grandfather's win in 1950 and his car was going to be out on the racetrack no. and be driven by my cousin, Johnny Parsons the oh. third, And we were all going to be down there on the racetrack with oh, the car. Oh, fuck.
0: Is know, it going to happen next year or is it going to you know, happen this year? why would it? That
1: would be 70, 71 oh. years ago we won. I mean, come on, fuck. It's been out every year. So it was out in 80, 90, 10. Uh, I'm sorry, 80, 90 anniversary. I'm sorry, fuck. It was in 1980, 1990. 2000 and it hadn't been out in 20 years and it's a lot of people love this no. race car it sits in the museum and anyway so that's a personal uh, part of it but i the, the indy 500 means so much to me steve you know what I it know. means to me i can
0: feel the pain i can feel the pain in your voice right now the thing that is just so demoralizing for you and me and and many others is that there is what i'm considering calling the tyranny of the sheep It's not so much that the government is keeping people down. They are with their regulations. But more importantly, the government along with the media has scared the entire flock of sheep. And so even if you and I or others are wolves who can make up our own minds and don't want to go with the herd of sheep, we're outnumbered. And so it's like a big mass of sheep all running in one direction. You get swept away because there's not enough of us. And there's too many people who are scared. And it just is frightening to think and we're we're powerless against all these people that are so scared of this thing.
1: Yeah, and and to you can try and make it political, but it's too easy to do that because you don't know the political ideologies of the people, no. which way they're learning. But you, you just are leaning. But yeah. you, just, Steve, you just want people to open up their eyes, and you want to take them by the fucking you know ears and shake them and say you know look around you look at what's happening to you but people don't have that ability they're not intelligent enough sometimes you just got to really go to what is right there in front of you and to me it's intelligence sure you can be intelligent about certain things about um, you know what your your craft or what you know but life intelligence is not always so simple people can't yeah. see outside they can't see outside of their bubble they can't see starving families and people who just right want to go to
0: work how about I mean, how about God. how about all the well-minded latte sipping starbucks going there you go wealthy suburban liberals who don't give a shit that the brown um uh, excuse me the brown and the black and the poor students who are not going to be going to school in person this fall are going to be the ones most affected not their kids oh no that's it the least exactly. advantaged are getting get fucked the hardest, and yet they smugly think, I'm good. I care yep. about people because this is how I vote. Okay. That's
1: exactly, yep.
0: And they won't stand up for uh, I just learned of a song. This is, people will laugh like, you didn't know that? Kenny Chesney, Get Along. You ever heard it? No, I haven't. Okay. It's got a great line in here. I'll go ahead and play a little bit of it here for you. Com- commercial, of course, It would be before yep. we get to that. Uh, you? Be, by the way, you're a country music fan, aren't you?
1: Uh, I like all music, but yeah, I like some country. Okay. I'm a George Strait fan.
0: You like the classic stuff? Yeah, big George Strait yeah, fan. Yeah, okay, here we go. So in this song, uh, what did I, What happened to my lyrics here? Hold on a second, I want give him just a second. Take a listen to Kenny Chesney. And a man wearing a t-shirt said Virginia's for lovers Had a Bible in his left hand and a bottle in the other. This is a classic sing along song, so if you're hammered at a concert, at a Kenny Chesney concert, I imagine this one gets everybody really just belting it out.
1: Get along down the road, we got a long, long way
0: to go. Scared to live, scared to die, we ain't perfect, but we try. How good is that, Ron? It's good. It's good. Scared to live, to live. Scared, scared to, to die. die. We what ain't kind of life perfect. is that? So, exactly. I mean. Paint a wall, learn to dance, call your mom, buy a boat, drink a beer, sing a song, make a friend. Can't we all get along? And yet, right now, society is being torn apart left and right. People arguing. People getting in fucking fights over masks. It's absolutely yep. bonkers. It's crazy. It's got to end. It's got to end at some point. It's got to break. Okay. Shall we put that aside? Yeah, I just have one more thing to say. Yes. I don't
1: understand why... You can still, I mean, people say, you know, the whole Walmart and the Home Depot and the thing. And if I don't understand how you can go to these places without any restriction or any sort of moderation, sure, for a while there, they were only allowing a certain number of people to walk in and this and that, but you can't go to an open air, 1,200 acre racing complex with 250,000 permanent seats. And yeah. sit there and watch a race.
0: Right, because I mean, outside. Seventy thousand people would rattle around inside that massive venue like babies yeah. in a coffee can. <laughs> it's incredible. There's three hundred and fifty thousand
1: people usually go for the race. But but I have I do have to say one more thing. Of course, Roger Penske, the owner of the Speedway, the new owner of the Speedway, what an investment. Pays three hundred well
0: You know, we're driven by the search for better. You need indeed.
1: That's supposed to be disclosed, but 300 and something million. And his first year that he owns the racetrack, he doesn't even get to host the race with fans. So he's got no revenue coming in except for TV revenue. But he issued a statement today saying that this was his decision. Mm. And it's just, and he had the endorsement of the owners. I know that. That's also something that's not out until now. Consent, you know, consent of the owners. But I can tell you what happened, Steve. The mayor came to him, and the mayor said, "Roger, you can do it two ways. Hmm. I can shut down the fucking race and say no fans, or you can do it. Do you think Roger Pensky, a man who's worth four and a half billion dollars and one of the most powerful and most successful businessmen uh, alive today, is going to sit idly by and have a mayor say?" Yeah. Yep. So, right. so now, right. everybody's right. saying, "Well, Roger's the one who called it off." Well, of course he is. He owns the fucking place, you asshole. Right? So.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. You know, a guy like Pensky, uh, who has done something in this world, has been successful to the tune of that much money. He didn't inherit that money, right? Nothing. No. Not a dollar of it. Built no. it through smarts and grit and vision and entrepreneurship. No. Is going against a fucking mayor, and I can yes. tell you right now. Every one of these goddamn mayors in America are ten cent dictators. They are yes. absolute yes. fucking hacks. And mayors is, oh, mayors yeah. are such are so low on the totem pole of <laughs> even skilled politicians. All politicians are fucking snakes, but mayors are the fucking worst and usually yes. the most corrupt.
1: And this guy's a little twit. He's such a little course. fucking dipshit little twit. Yes. And of course he's you know, and, and I got into it with my parents today. My family, my dad's friends with him, oh, and I don't and I don't give a shit. So I said to my dad, "I'm not going to fucking
0: back down
1: because your <laughs> boy's with the mayor." <laughs> Meanwhile, when you were kicking his ass as a criminal defense attorney, and he was the little dipshit prosecutor <laughs> on the other side, you didn't like
0: him, but now he's your party. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh boy, you know, yeah, right. You gotta you gotta put team ahead of your own personal yeah. uh, oh, interest. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just so fucked up. Damn it's shame. all such a shit show. What, and one of other, there's
0: bigger problems I know. than the Indy
1: 500.
0: One of, well, you know, there's bigger problems, but this is symptomatic. Yes. I mean, there is a large problem of a great shift in which somehow people are being convinced that your health and well-being is my responsibility. <laughs> right. The right. fuck it is. That's yeah. not the social compact right there. And if you're going to say, well, I can't go to this because I might get a virus that has a less than one, one, a one tenth of one percent fatality rate when everything is counted up, I can't go dis- do this because you might get it. Well, then I tell you what, I want to have access to what you put in your fucking mouth and whether you smoke cigarettes or how much you drink or how fast you drive. Since now suddenly I'm on the hook for your safety and well-being, I'm going to get elbow fucking deep in there and I'll start rearranging your risk factors, asshole Yeah, what do you eat every night? Exactly. How many sodas? How many cups of
1: coffee? Do you get exercise? Right. Fat ass. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) exactly. But, you know, in in this passion, for me to say this stuff, it feels so good. And I know people are going to hear it. And I know it feels good for you, but I don't feel we're wrong.
0: No, we're not wrong.
1: Yes, we're not. And the smartest people I know in my lifetime, my smartest friends, my most successful friends, my sharpest, my shrewdest, my brightest friends, my most clever friends, guess what? They're all on the same fucking side of this. The right side.
0: I know. I know. But it's you know what? A lot of people pumping their fist in their car right now or on their walk while listening to the Zabecast So trust me, you'll get a lot of good feedback going, yes, I love it. That said... That said, let's let's pivot, shall we? Yes. To some lighter fare. Um what else do you Oh here you go. Here's a here's a here's a pallet washer. Speaking okay. of coronavirus. But it's funny. You follow Club Pro Guy on Twitter, right? <laughs> I do. I do. Club Pro Guy, for those that don't know, he is a fictional club pro at some awful goat ranch of a golf course somewhere in the middle of the country, probably Kansas City, I think. He's never identified who he really is. You and I and other golfers surmise he has actually got to be a club professional because he knows too much about the lingo, the lifestyle, and everything else, right?
1: Yes, correct.
0: And he's built this persona as this cocky club pro who has accomplished nothing except he once played on the Mexican Mini Tour. And so (laughs) he's really arrogant, and it's a whole ecosystem. He's got a fictional ranger at the course where he's the head pro and a cart girl and a girlfriend. I mean, it's incredible. So
1: superintendent. Yeah. Right. Superintendent. <laughs> Miguel. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so he'll tweet out things. Club pro guy like this. Cause you know, Thursday night men's league is a big thing at a lot of clubs, you know, and, uh, in their men's league at this fictional course, they actually allow women to play, which is part of the joke, you know, <laughs> like why would women yes. play in the Thursday night men's league? He tweeted out and the first domino falls, Judy Beckett opted out of Thursday night men's Men's League, her statement is as follows, quote, after careful consideration and watching CNN on a constant 24-hour loop, I have decided to opt out of Thursday Night Men's League this season due to health concerns related to the coronavirus, even though my 34.7 index That would be her candy cap. You get a stroke per hole for 18, so she would be getting nearly two shots a hole, which is almost unheard of, right? Was well positioned for a strong run this year. I just felt like the health and safety of myself and my dog, parentheses Ellen, (laughs) is more important than shop credit, which is usually the prize for these club events. Please respect my decision, Judy perfection That is really is all right so uh uh, harding park pga championship what do you think big yard uh, bombers course
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it i like because there could be a little weather that rolls in i always like when they have to wear the sweaters right um i've told you this before on the golf show i'm glad i don't have to listen to a bunch of assholes and uh, jerk off screaming right when the balls hit i'm enjoying the quietness um, of watching golf I love the San Francisco golf courses right on the lake, right on the bay. Uh, I like the Tigers there. I like the Kepka's playing better. The pairings are good. We've got a lot of – anybody can win this thing. But best of all, the thing I like the most is that it's primetime golf, and you cannot go wrong with primetime golf. Yeah. Have
0: you watched any of the NBA bubble?
1: I have. I've watched a little bit. A little
0: bit. You're an NBA, NBA guy now. You being a Wizards season ticket holder, uh, the Wizards are 0 and 3. They they have a terrible team. Someone, but uh, they world- play hard. They, they do playing hard. They do they with re- with re- a very re- re- limited team. <laughs> they got yes, nobody. Yes. <laughs> Worldwide Wob, who you should also follow on uh, Twitter, ba- big basketball tweet Twitter account, said the the Wizards went to Orlando basically for eight weeks of cardio. <laughs> like no, that I'm is enjoying savage it. uh
1: booker devin booker who's a great player for phoenix had a nice shot a winner today so i like to see you know i'm enjoying they're playing hard and i'm enjoying seeing the the uh bench get so into it that is fun they really are the ones that are cheering the most but we you and i had talked about the last time i was on we talked about the officiating and the fish the guy's response to the officiating has been great these they are not they're not flopping and whining there's no crowd
0: there's no crowd to play up to yes
1: yes and the, the referees aren't showing off and strutting and thinking that the fans are there to watch them like so many of them do right um it's i it, the product's been good i really do and I this mean, is i really a, think it has been
0: and this is just the warm up i mean the play will get a little bit better and more importantly the dumb dumb teams are going to be sent home once we get down to the final 4 or the conference tournaments I think it's going to be really good because you're going to be 22. focused at that point, and we won't have games at 4 in the afternoon. Right. It'll be like a doubleheader every night down there, and it's like, okay, Eastern Conference Finals, Game 2, <laughs> Western Conference Finals, Game 3, and it'll be real hard, intense basketball. So,
1: One, one thing I, I have to say about NBA basketball, which I've said to you before and when people ask me why I pay so much money for my season tickets – these guys are the finest athletes in the world, and to watch them They're do sick. what they do so effortlessly at times yeah. is amazing to me. It's amazing the way they move and jump and shoot and run and block shots. I love it. You yeah. know, I'm, a, I'm how, an NBA guy. How
0: about the fact that Anthony Davis is now coming into a mode where, okay, he's been on the Lakers so far this year. People have paid attention throughout the year somewhat but a lot of casual nba fans are now just going to start tuning in and they're going to see how good he really is i mean 42 mm-hmm. points uh the other night and carried the lakers when lebron was just so-so i mean he is he's the real deal he's he unbelievable is the real deal.
1: and i like the way he plays he doesn't he's low low profile low impact uh, he's Matt. never thought he was bigger in the game, but I enjoy him I, versus been, him been,
0: versus Giannis in the finals would be like a throwback to big man versus big man. I'm trying to think the last time the two biggest stars, sorry, LeBron, but let's just make yeah. that exception for a moment that two of the biggest stars were both centers or both forwards or both over six ten. That's what you'd have.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's it. I mean, we'd have to go back to a at some point, probably against another. Yeah. Um, I can't believe the Nets beat the Bucks today. That was crazy. Well, yeah, That's I just talked
0: about bit. that before I brought you on. Some Did dummy, you? some dummy bet eleven grand to win eighteen hundred that the Bucks would win the first quarter alone, <laughs> and lost. <laughs> they were given nineteen points, weren't they? Or they were. They yeah. were. But you never know what's going to happen for just a quarter. Oh, and what was great? You know, Giannis is such a nice guy, right? Or people think, but in this game, right. he got pissed off at one of the Nets players, and he said, "I'm going to fuck him up," and you could see oh. it clearly. Oh. With his mouth, he was like, "I'm going to oh, fuck shit. him up." <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> it was he Dante was... Hall. Dante oh, Hall nice. was the guy uh, that did that. Got well. They probably maybe
1: that was the Nets' uh, approach—just try and get under the skin of these guys.
0: I guess um, so. I don't know, yeah. but uh, there you go. Uh, I anything- enjoyed.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've enjoyed baseball too. Um, you know, I'm just just getting by. I'm just getting by. So I'm playing down, a lot man. of golf. My Winston and I finished tied for. Uh, second, or we finished second place in the Middle Atlantic Father Son after awesome. winning last year. And uh, i supposed to, I played in the Maryland State uh, Middle. I'm sorry, the Mid Am Championship, the MSGA Mid Am, 75-74. And then the Southern Maryland Am before that, seventy-six, seventy-five. I'm I am a seventy-six, or I'm a seventy-two to seventy-seven player and I just have to accept it, and I'm happy with oh, that. It's, it's
0: fucking so great for a young man of 51 years old, <laughs> 50 whatever you are, old. 50 even on the number, playing against yeah, a bunch of flat 50. bellies. You're competing in actual events, and you're doing it in a classy way, so that's good. All right, Thank Ronald, you, we'll let All you right, go. Uh, sorry about Indy. Uh, this, too, shall pass.
1: It'll be on TV, August 23rd on NBC, 1 p.m. Love you, guys. All right, buddy, see you, bud. Very see good, you, you too.
0: Man. Ron. Here's a quick number for you. We average in America about 1.5 million tests for the flu each season. 1.5 million flu tests each season. We have had currently 57 million tests for COVID-19. If you think that's a strategy that's working, shouldn't we at some point go, okay, wait, we've done all this fucking testing, and people are still saying, oh, how come the virus is still around? Virus is going to virus. Plus, Dr. David Chow, now writing for OutKick, said, hey, you know the testing that we're doing, it's like locking the barn door after the horse is gone. By the time somebody gets tested and they're positive, if they have symptoms or if they've been exposed maybe to somebody who might – have had it and they're asymptomatic, by the time you get them and you get the test back, chances are they're already outside of the transmissibility window. So what are we really doing on that? And that's a very good point. Until you get to rapid saliva tests that are very cheap where you can do them at home and you're you're testing yourself like every other day, all this testing is not going to do anything in a meaningful sense. And it's going to lead to a lot of false positives and a lot of drama. Kelly Stafford, the wife of Matt Stafford, who was put on the COVID-19 list and then taken off because he got a false positive, talked about how the past four days have been a bit of a nightmare for her and her family. She said that you know Matt tested positive, then tested negative, negative, negative after that. After the second negative, they were told it's a false positive, but it was not announced at that time by the NFL. She said that the entire family, herself, and her kids were tested. They were all negative. And she said that their school said, you can't go back to school. She said she was approached in a grocery store and was told, you're endangering others. And she said that she's pissed about it. She says she blames the NFL because they didn't hold themselves accountable for better communicating who was indeed positive. This is going to be a problem going forward. For the NFL and all these leagues, these false positives are going to be a nightmare. The way they're treating him, like, oh, there's a positive, lock him down, quarantine him, trace everybody. Who even looked at that person? Put him in quarantine, too. Oh, wait, it's negative and negative again and negative again. It's the Juan Soto thing all over again. And other guys are opting out of the season. Alan Hearns, former Cowboy wide receiver, I think he's now at Jacksonville, he broke his leg Gruesome, separated ankle, broken leg, whatever it was, in a playoff game against Seattle a year ago. He opted out saying, oh, you know, I'm worried about family, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Bro, did you see what happened to your leg, though? Like, that doesn't scare you more than this? No? doesn't? Okay. The guy that is now my new captain, though, my new favorite captain of team reality is Devontae fucking Adams of the Green Bay Packers. When asked whether or not he was considering opting out, he said no. He's got a child of less than one year old, but he said, quote, I have no plans of opting out at this point. I love the game. I love my teammates, and I've put a lot into this. This is a tricky time in the world, he said, but it's something I truly believe we cannot necessarily run from. Oh my God. Yes. I love everything about that statement and not just the end line, which is, I believe we cannot run from this. That's beautiful unto itself. When he says, I love the game, I love my teammates, and I've put a lot into this, that to me says everything I want to hear. It's a guy affirming that this is his life, this is important. And that this is his time. Devontae Adams is at the peak of his athletic career on a very good team with a very good quarterback, and he is not going to go run and hide based on this current virus threat. I love it. I love that he loves the game and his teammates, and he's put a lot into it, and he said, you know what? It's a tricky time, but we can't run from it now is important now is precious what he has built up for himself and for his family and money money is hugely important i know he's relatively safe as a player and could opt out and i guess be picked up next year and you know just delay that year of money but there's no guarantees on that he has put his family in a position to thrive economically and i think he's making i think he's making a good choice Just my opinion, but I love it. Devontae Adams, captain of Team Reality. All right, that'll do it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Spread the word, rate and review, all that good stuff. I do appreciate it. If you want Fridays included, go ahead and subscribe. Be a Zabecast subscriber, the $5 a month. May not be much to you, but uh, my growing group of subscribers has made this an even more viable endeavor and one that I continually look to expand upon, and I can't thank you enough for that modest amount of financial support. I know we're all subscribing, me included, to a bunch of little things. Nickel here, dime there, buck here, five there. It adds up, and times are tight. So I appreciate it if you are indeed a subscriber. Thanks for listening. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. Let me
1: run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime.